Not everything is black or white. This is why we choose to challenge facts and opinions by going straight to the gray area. This is the Great People Podcast. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great People Podcast. We're back for some more. I'm here with Reina. Hello. Sean. Yo. Sebastian. What's happening? Yeah. And today we're going to do uh, an episode on the seven deadly sins. Um, just thought we'll get into it, talk a little bit about them, which one we think we are, and uh, just keep it fun. Let's so. see how perfect we aren't. Yeah. You want to list them, Sean? So first, let's let's break them down. Let's list all seven deadly sins. I'm sure probably everybody's heard of these. If there's anybody out there that hasn't, we can break down which ones they are, and then we're going to give a quick definition. I'll be honest. I don't think everybody's heard what the seven deadly sins is. No, I'm sure they heard the term. They've heard yeah. the terms, maybe, but maybe not memorize them. Though. Each yeah. one and the real definition of it, right? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll or go... more in depth, yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's let's list all seven first, and then let's define each, and then we are we're gonna have the conversation around it. So, who wants to listen, Sean? Yeah, yeah, I'll read it out because I like the way they, it rolls off my tongue too. Uh, number one over here, at least, being lust, mm. gluttony. <laughs> Greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. Um, so, so let's define them. Let's break them down. So lust. All right. Lust is a strong passion or longing, especially for sexual desires. Mm-hmm. Well, guess I'm out. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Uh, gluttony is an excessive and ongoing eating of food or drink. Mm-hmm. All right, so straight up food and drink. Greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods. Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> the sloth is an excessive laziness or the failure to act and utilize one's talents. Ooh, wow. I didn't damn, know about that, that last part. That kind of hurt a little. I know. So if you're not using your talents. That's interesting. Right. I guess I have to have multiple women, which leads me to lust. <laughs> wrath I'm on a is roll. a strong anger and hate towards another person. Damn, hate is a strong wrath. word. I be well, hating some motherfuckers. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. Wrath sounds like a lot worse than hate. Like if someone's like, yeah. yo. I straight up got wrath. How would you use that in a sentence? You think, Randy? I like I have, wrath. I have a lot there's of wrath, wrath towards me. you. Yeah, there's wrath inside me for these motherfuckers. Mm. <laughs> I think it's we're interesting to look that, up one that day. it has to be directed to a person, though. Like, because well, I, I was well, thinking no, everything, about just every, angry about just. Like, well, <laughs> I, Sebastian actually touched on this, and he said that all this is like a general saying, but mm. it gets much deeper than. Yeah, and than if you that. really think about it, I think you've heard like, "Yo, I felt the wrath." Like it's typically a person that feels the wrath. Like I don't think. Yeah, that makes sense towards a person. Okay, <laughs> number six. Envy is the intense desire to have an item that someone else possesses. Okay, Ooh, I think we get that one. Okay. Envy. Pride last, is last an excessive view of oneself without regard for others. Right, motherfuckers, that was I swear them prideful motherfuckers. So I was talking a little <laughs> over that one, but yeah, the last one was pride. So, um, yeah, let's break it down. Let's be real, show. This is going to be a touchy one. They sound horrible. Yeah, I don't want so, to be associated well, with any of them. Well, for a reason, there right? you go, Reina. What she said, I was asked this question not too long ago. And in my head, automatically what gets triggered is some sort of biblical sense of these yeah. seven, which mm-hmm. they're not listed like this in the Bible. Um, not that I'm a Bible uh, freaking whiz, but the research that I did, it doesn't say somewhere in the Bible, like the seven deadly sins do not do, not like that. But mm-hmm. it touches on different of these things, obviously. Like the Pope. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be liking this Instagram. Now, different, um, these sins overall, I think that the term severally deadly sins, we'd have to do a little bit more of the research. Randy, if you'd want, you could pull it up too and look it up. 
But from what I understand, this came out in a book that was written. I don't know if the dude was Greek or whatever it was, but I know that this term of seven deadly, uh, seven deadly sins might have been somewhere like in the early 1900s or something like that. And side note on that, there actually was a movie with uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. It was called Seven. And there's a person that actually went around in the movie committing the seven deadly sins Wait, that listen, he was against. That was, was that the one with the box? The, the, yeah, with the, the box? box? Yeah, that one. That <laughs> one. If you want to yeah. look up. Great fucking movie, by the way. Yeah. All right, so we're going to dive a little into who so created just, it. So just dive a little bit into the background of it. And if you just want to read the, the gist of it. Cool. So the traditional seven deadly sins as portrayed in Dante's Inferno. Uh, that sounds familiar. I feel like I've yeah. heard that before. And Saucer's Canterbury Tales. Is that how you say that? Ch Chaucer's? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I barely made it out of high school. <laughs> yeah. Includes. So they include pride, envy, anger, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust. Gluttony? Gluttony? And in español is glotón. So... I'm trying to find the name of the person that created it. Well, I guess Dante's Inferno. Like, is that was Dante the dude that wrote it? It's uh, Dante. Dante. Dante's Inferno. Dante. Dante. I, I, sorry, my Spanish is coming through. Oh, it's fine. This is a <laughs> this is a, a bilingual podcast. Equal opportunity. Look so up, all look religions up Dante. look up Dante if you want. So here, let's break it down. So it says that all religions recognize that evil can result from human from human agency. Additionally, depictions of the seven deadly sins devoid. Of religious context are n numerous in literature, film, poetry, and drama. So I mean that makes sense, right? We we tend to see all these underlying tones to things, right? If you're watching a movie, if it got any kind of religious tone, you know, it tends to kind of go back to one of those, right? The actual uh, deadly sins that people are showing. So, so so basically, we just wanted to give a little background of what it is, what we understand. My automatic thing in my mind is the moment someone tells me hey what seven deadly sins i hear deadly i hear sins i go back to some biblical something i might have learned when i was young and i went to a church with my parents or something they might have told me or touching mm -hmm. yourself so mm -hmm. yes imagine so that is something that i'm automatically thinking so if, when i'm asked okay what seven deadly sins do i partake from or which one am i most I really had to break it down, and this is just mine, and then you guys obviously... I'm assuming because you're like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not that bad. I don't really like, have a true deadly sin. Correct. Which might be the, the most deadly of all, the, the denial. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's I'm, not a part that's of it. Not one that's, of not, that's, that's not one of That might not be deadly. It might just be one that It's a silent alive. one, though, and violence and silence, that kind of go together. So, so now we're making sense. And I like I like that. I like, I like that you broke that down, because that's exactly what I felt when I was asked that question. I told myself... I wanted to check myself and not be like, I'm none of them. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not perfect. Yeah. But I'm like, do I really partake in these things? And once again, you guys know me that I love to read. One thing that's developed for me from reading is that I really like to understand the definition of words mm -hmm. yeah. and what they actually mean. So I had to take a moment before I responded to really be like, hey, I'm going to have to do some research. Sebastian's like, give me five to seven business days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what I do. Obviously, Lust breaks down in many different ways. The lust, like it says, explanation here of um, what is it? Sexual desires, yeah. right? Lust is yes. a strong passion or longings, Scroll especially down a little bit for further. sexual desires. If you read that, okay, so that's the definition. And then if you read right there where it says the Bible speaks about lust in two Timothy, Second um, Timothy two twenty two. So obviously here it breaks it down some sort of biblical sense. Now in regular day life, um, 
in my mind, lust, automatically I'm thinking, okay, some sort of sexual desires. Is it to the max where I would commit adultery? Mm-hmm. You know, married, you know, you know, cheat on somebody or dating, whatever it might be. So I'm telling myself, um, I don't lust like that. Sure, I, maybe none of us do this to the extent that we feel like it. It's deadly. It's because the word deadly yeah, on top of it yeah. makes me and like. Again, I think that's just because of the the connection to like the Bible or whatever, right? They they make it sound like these are the things that are gonna be the end of your, you know, salvation. Yeah, like you're gonna die in hell because of these things or whatever. Well, right? then fuck. I guess uh, I'm I'm half of these then. Well, and again, I I think like to to an extent, I'm sure there's one we identify with them. Like for me, um. If I look at this pride, I'm I'm a prideful person. Doesn't mean that that's all I am. Doesn't mean that that's, but you know I don't envy usually. I don't. I'm not a sloth. I I don't hold this greed. You know. I, I got you. So, but you know, I could say like, okay, pride. Yeah, that's one that I can kind of see in myself at times. No, and or, and, the, and that's what fine. was the definition of pride there? Pride. The definition. We didn't get to that yet. Yeah, but we did. Now we are. Pride is an excessive view of oneself without regard. For others. See, I feel like maybe we should just See, take it with the grain of salt. So this is where I'm at. This is I, I hear you right now. I, I would like to take anything I did bad with the grain of salt. I love I love that everybody's chiming in because that's exactly what this type of question does. The term deadly, at least in my mind, is the one that keeps triggering like Sebastian. You're none of them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's what it is. I personally do believe I have some of these things. To the point where it actually causes some evil for somebody else's well-being or their life. I don't think that's who I am. When you put it like that. But right. we're participating. We're talking. Before pride, just like the word lust, where it says normally it's inclined towards sexual desire. But it's also like here in definitions where I'm looking it up is also lust means a feeling of a strong desire for someone or something. So you can also lust power. It says like mm-hmm. you can lust the 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 wanting of a new car, so people can be like, "Wow, like I got I got the coolest shit in town," you know, like I got the coolest shit around. So that's how I keep breaking it down. Yeah. Right off the bat, if I had to look at this list and you told me, like I was asked, which one of the seven deadly sins were, and I was like, I really looked at the list and I was like, man, which one doesn't sound as bad? It was really kind of breaking me breaking me down. But then I had to look at it. I'm like. A little bit of pride, maybe? You know but what? not to the point where you hurt somebody? The, the more I'm reading it, and I, I, I'm going to give an answer eventually, but I'm fighting between lust and wrath. Okay. For me. Hey, guys. Just a little bit of a break from the Great People podcast. One of my favorite podcasts, by the way. I want to introduce myself. My name is Dre Rocca, and if you're looking for another podcast to add to your playlist, Definitely check me out. Visit allrock.com. That's A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. I have a few different podcasts on there. I have the Isolation 20 podcast where you get just me and we talk about life, we talk about sports, and we talk about news. And then I also have the Unrestricted podcast where I sit down and I talk with my friends and we just have a good time. And then we also have my U92 radio show podcast called The Creative Corner where we sit down, we talk with creators from all over the United States, find out what inspires them, find out what motivates them. Again, visit my website, allrock.com. That's A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. Now back to the show. Let, let's go. Uh, did we, we looked at the definition of wrath. What was wrath again? So wrath was intense hate, something along those lines for someone. Wrath is a strong anger and hate towards another person. Yeah, and, and that's just because, I mean, what... 
some people are like this, right? When you get set off, some people just like blow it off and like, all right, cool. I'll just sleep it off and I'll be fine the next day. And then some people hold on to that shit. And some people say, well, I let that shit go. But then I still have it in my head type of shit. So I feel like when I get really upset, I'm like, I'm almost pushing towards that. No, you fucking crossed me. I'm fucking done. I'm very angry. Now, now I wouldn't say there's hate there, but the word hate is in there. Yeah, so but... now I got to think, well, do I even think of hate? <laughs> so it's so interesting. This seven day and you got it's it's funny because you do got on with with my case. Like when I when I pride? was asked this was question, that, was that yours? You think I was thinking I was like, oh, do, do I got a little bit of pride? I was well, like, and pride also kind of boils down right to possessions, right? Like you said, the, the person that buys a new card, the new car. Right, that person now is like prideful, and maybe they feel better than other people because mm. they got a nice car. That's true. Because humility will like be the all opposite, right? Uh, honestly, honestly, they probably all connect. There's a I can't remember what they call them, seven virtues or something. But there's an opposite. There's seven that are, that yeah, are the complete opposite of these virtues, right? So to be honest, uh, maybe it's on the. I know at the bottom of each one it says like some sort of like what's the difference of wrath and it you know or like chastity. What is it saying? Well. Like, I have it here, like, because they're supposed to be, like, opposites. What so are the seven virtues? It's chastity. chastity of course, it has to temperance, be Temperance, charity. Each one right there, bro. Diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. Of course. Well, goddamn. Sign me up for those seven. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm more of we, those. We on the wrong list. Sure. <laughs> Yo, Randy, I'll tell you this. Bottom line, there's some sort of, obviously, there's always going to be a little bit of lust. But once again, I'm going to say not to the dangerous, I don't want to say, like, a dangerous amount. This is one thing. This person that asked me this, this had to be one of the best questions I've been asked in a very long time because it stumbled me and it made me think deeply to the point. But actually, A lot of self-reflection. Exactly. If you don't mind, let's get these seven ones and we could also pull up the other seven because I feel like... I guess we they're all right might, here. Exactly. We might chastity, all battle these. Chastity, temperance. Temperance. Um... Charity. charity, diligence, Ch- sorry, sorry, patience, and charity was the opposite of which one? Gluttony. Uh, charity, greed. That makes sense, right? Greed, charity. Yeah, it is. Um, sloth, diligence. You know, what's funny opposite. is like when you look at the seven virtues under the seven sins. Why am I like okay? If there's pride, but I definitely have some humility. So yeah, it's like, you're a mixture. Both. You know what I mean? Well, so it's like is, with the good, I do have the bad. I think there's there's a there's a side of it, right? That I think. We all see ourselves. I, I can't remember what the quote says That's exactly, but we judge we judge people by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. So mm-hmm. I think there's there's a little bit of that. I think honestly, all of us are gonna look around and say, "No, I'm really humble." And if you ask all the people, they be like, "Man, that's the most prideful motherfucker I know." So like you know, it's it just it's it's very. This is where I'm at. Me personally, I feel like, but you you hit it right on the nail. It's very easy to go ahead and judge somebody else than it is to judge yourself oh way easier because you get to see that person you're like mm, i know what i would do right Maybe that's what we should like, do. i ain't no judge and he just says that too, we right? should pick I'm one for each judging. other okay so that's cool you want to get in a fight All right. <laughs> Let's <go>. now <laughs> that's like we should uh... i'm okay to throw the first stone <laughs> i personally feel that myself that's another biblical term that's true <laughs> i feel like for myself i am a person that has himself in a decent amount of check where I like to self-analyze and be aware of what I'm doing on a constant basis. That's why it was really hard for me to go ahead and pick one of these right off the bat because I was like, man, I feel like I got things, not on, like, I'm not saying like perfect, but I'm like, I think I'm aware of these things that doing. So that's why it was um, a little bit harder for me to choose one. What's the one where 
You like you eat too much or whatever? Gluttony. See, I could be down for that. <laughs> but the it's thing like is on the weekend, put me down for that. But this is it says accessing ongoing eating food or drink. Now on the other side of that coin though, mm-hmm. you, I feel like you right there too though. Correct. So this is this is where it gets very interesting. We were just telling we were just talking about this, Sean and I, off air. Now we're on air, so we're gonna share. I've had these headphones on Damn. the whole time. Dr. Seuss over here. So the thing is like when you go like biblical and you start talking about it, there was a point in time or you go through history, there's a point in time where people have so much that they leave nothing for the ones that have nothing. So it's like there's so much like basically Sean has What's a whole changed? feast. Exactly. <laughs> Sean has a whole feast and I'm dying of hunger and he can't spare one little thing. I'm like, well, I have gluttony to that mu- that event, or to that extent. Like I might have it where like I've eaten a little too much than I should, but have I taken so much food that I've left somebody without one? But I probably have, being in this the world that we live and how we live in this country. Then, well, yeah. I mean, in, in in a conservative mindset, they would kind of say, well, they worked so hard to get there. They deserve all the, everything they're getting. Yeah. But then again, if you really, really break it down, did they really work that hard to get there? Some people have. Some He's going to be the judge. It. Again, and that's that's this, why it's, it's all this, subjective. This no, because what I'm if saying you believe is, in him. What I'm saying <laughs> is that's the, true. The argument would be that, well, they're rich. They did something to the servant. No, maybe they were just born into a rich family. And they don't do shit for nobody else. All right. That don't make Randy, this is better. such a good conversation. And it's tough, but I want to hear from Reno. Which yeah. one well, are I just you want to do, do rapid fire. Pick one. Pick one. What do you mean? Just which one, one you are? Me? I'm, I Everybody. Think I'm, I'm on the side of pride, but now maybe, I, I don't know. It's all, like the definition here is pride, like being prideful of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not prideful of things, but I'm a prideful person. So it's pride. like I, I, That's I a prideful a, thing, yeah. I, I have a very hard time apologizing. I have a very hard time saying I messed up. What's the opposite of pride? Humility. Guess some of that. I guess it does take. <laughs> Can you say setup? I guess it. I guess it does take some humility to come up and say, "Hey, I'm sorry." You I know? get you. Uh, I'll, I'll go next. Mine's lust. I'm just, that's what I'm sticking to. It's lust. Yeah, I have, a, I have a problem. Put me down for gluttony. I like a buffet before this whole <laughs> pandemic shit, though. I ain't never going back to one. <laughs> I, I don't think know. I am either. To be real with you, on that, one. No, that shit dirty. Yeah, it's. Seriously. I've seen videos of people grabbing like. Food literally and putting it back no. like little kids. It's disgusting. Honestly, bro. I, uh... Yo, Raina, what's you? Real quick. Oh, me? If I had to choose, I feel like I would go with wrath, but not towards a person. I just feel like I just have anger management problems. So I will. Well, then you don't have anger management. I don't. You don't manage your so anger, I don't anger I don't, management. I don't manage my anger, so I have a lot of wrath to yeah. unleash on people. Yeah, I agree with that. She is not patient oh at God. all. No, the the opposite will be. I'm patient. not patient, so that's yeah. That's another yes. reason why I picked it because I'm not patient. So. I agree. Well, we have a perfect display of the example right here. <laughs> right here, he can't back down, and she won't either. <laughs> anyway, well, so hopefully we don't get a live uh, example of Sean's lust on the show, but. <laughs> I mean, bring me some food. I'll show you some gluten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that shit is fucking crazy. No, but I, I think it's just, you know, to an extent, I think we all have some of these, but, you know, we definitely identify with one more than the other. I wonder, though, like, Could how we? much. Oh, man, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You got it. Because now I'm thinking. Which one do you think Gandhi was? Oh, that's a tough one. Like, which one of the sins he yeah. played? I don't know. Maybe. That motherfucker was prideful. I will go ahead and say this. <laughs> I think. I think the real question is is not like okay, which one are we? It's which one do we fear to be? Fear Ooh, or okay. which or which one do we? You know, at moments and times we might fall into. But what I'd like to hear, if everybody's cool sharing it. Oh man, because I don't even know what the answer would be for fit. me. No, would be would be 
if this is one of the sins you've fallen into, the opposite of it. The virtue. The, the virtue. Is there a is there an example that people can share of that virtue that they've done in that moment? Like you say, because Randy said, oh, I'm prideful. What was one moment that you put your pride aside to be like, let me. To humble. make you feel like you're not as much. To, to be not as much where you're like, yo, I had to bite the bullet, swallow it. Like that one time he apologized, but oof, when was that? That was 2007. <laughs> it definitely wasn't on record. <laughs> it, I don't put it on record because then they can be used against me. No, um, no, I like that. I like that question though. So maybe wait, I can kick it off. Do you want to do on the same one that we said? Like, what if would I, be yours? Because I'm thinking pregnant. gluttony, eating, right? What's the uh, mm-hmm. opposite of it? What is it? Corona. Um, <laughs> he had to put that shit aside. Let me see. Hold on, let's find and... it. Uh, temperance. temperance. Mm. What's the definition? Yeah, look that up for me. Uh, temperance cures gluttony by implanting the desire to be healthy, therefore making oh, one fit to, to serve, serve others. others instead of yourself. So instead okay. Of trying to... Actually, well, temperance, by whatever this is, the definitions from Oxford languages. Is you abs- I don't trust them. Thought you were on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it's abstinence from alcoholic drinks. Well, okay, okay, so I'm abstinence de- from food and drinks. Okay, right? so if we like... had to break it down that ways with gluttony. Once again, we're here saying that this is not us 24-7, but this could be moments in time that we've had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't partake too much of alcohol myself. Not against anybody that does. I just don't do it much, probably because I don't hold a lot of liquor. So, But I've never really needed tons of it. So that, that'd be easy. But I'm thinking about an example is if it says like getting healthy this during this whole pandemic that was one of my number one things. I'm like, yo, let me get my immune system stronger. Let me cut down on eating out as much. Even though I didn't feel like I ate tons out, but I know that I ate more out. Let me cook a little bit more. Let me, um, so that in those examples, that's what I know that I've done. That's been a little bit different. Um, I don't know if the gluttony would also fall into, um, let's say maybe I ate too much and I could have gave some food to somebody else. The only time I could think about that is one time outside of Smith's when I walked (laughs) out, there was a homeless guy and he asked for, for something to, for some money. And I had nothing. I was eating a wrap. Oh, no. I was coming out of you didn't uh, give him the rap? downtown, and like I gave him the wrap. Anyway. Oh, you I gave told him. him. I told him I was like, "Hey, man, I got no money, but I you got this other half of the chicken wrap." He said no, oh. and the other guy next to him was like, "I'll take it though," and I gave it to that guy. <laughs> that that shit was that was uh, should have gave him a hundred dollars too. But no, that's, that's a, yeah, that's, a good that's but 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 no, that's just a side story. I don't even know if that feels in gluttony, but the other yeah, stuff because is, it's a it's well, yes, making one fit to serve others. Okay, so yeah, you was eating. But you was like, you know what? This guy needed more. You're not you're serving him. Correct. In my mind, I was like, I just go in there and get another one <laughs> if I need to. But I did it. <laughs> That's, so you don't, got the, you don't got gluttony. You got a problem. <laughs> you, you fighting gluttony. No. no so I gave him that. So that's one example I could think. What, what are you thinking, Randy, on your prideful? When did you say sorry? Um, so, you know, I actually uh, recommended a ton. I read this book, a really, really good book. It's called Why Won't You Apologize? It's by Harriet Lerner. She's got a PhD. She puts it on the book. I'm just kidding. That's how she puts her name, of course. With what a, a PhD prideful after. bitch. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, a real, real... I hope we can get her on the show soon. No, a really, really good book. And it makes you realize tons of things. Like, for example, the fact that a lot of us don't apologize, really. Even when we think we apologize, for a lot of us that think we apologize, we don't. And again, I recommend read the book and you'll find out why. Uh, and it'll make you better apologizing. But... You know, will you, will you still mean it then? No, or? no, no, no. So here's what I mean. I just say I'll, that shit for I'll, fun. I'll dive into a little bit into <laughs> the into the whys, and then I'll I'll get into the question. But what the book explains is things that a lot of people do when they apologize, mm-hmm. kind of invalidate their whole apology without even thinking about it. They'll say things like, 
I'm sorry I broke this, but I did it because of this. Or I'm sorry I did this. Mm. And then they try to explain why they do it. Uh, I did that. I, I had a bad childhood or whatever, right? And then it might sound good in theory. Tyrese announcing his yeah. it might which is valid. It might sound good in theory, but what you're doing is you're not apologizing. An apology should just be, hey, I'm sorry I did this. That's the end of that. Anything that you add at, on top of that invalidates the whole apology. Even if after you say, I'm going to try to do better next time? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I guess that's fine. I feel like I've apologized quite a bit. That's fine. Once again, this is what that's this fine. person that you but read when you, says. But when you say, like, for example, maybe bouncing off of that, when you say, hey, I'm sorry I did this. Um, in the future, I'll try to do that. I just have a hard time being like that. You're invalidating oh, okay. everything. Okay, yeah, now you're trying right. to make excuses for it. So can, you, so can you do that in reverse? Can you give your explanation first and then apologize? No, because then you're, you're, it doesn't come across as you're not apologizing. You're trying to find excuses. You're justifying. Like, yeah, you're just I, like I'm a piece of shit. I'm sorry. So two things that I learned from the book. One, That's a good apology. One right? is apologies need to be about the damage, mm. not the person's reaction. So for oh. example... That's one good. thing, one thing that people do, they use. She uses this really good example in the book. There's two kids playing in the playground, right? Tommy refuses to share his toy, or let's say they snatch a toy from somebody else, right? The other kid goes upset and starts banging his head against the wall, right? The mom will come around and be like, "You made my, your son made my son bang his head on the wall because of this, right?" I'm like, "No, my son took the book. He's wrong for taking the, not the book. He took the toy. My kid is wrong for taking the toy." That's what he should apologize for. I'm sorry I took your your toy. The fact that you went and banged your head on the wall, that's your kid's problem. That's your problem, how you reacted. So that's... Okay, now I'm so, very interested about this because I could totally see where people would be against that. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like, we, we think, well, you made me do this. No, I... I'm wrong for my action. What your reaction was, that's completely your problem. Explain that to me, the, this you part. you control it. The, the, the reaction was the kid went and did what? I'm sorry? So the kid is banging his head because he's upset. He's crying. Because they took his toy. And you took my toy and he starts banging his head on the floor. My kid's fault was taking the toy. Is not the fact that your kid started it's banging his head on the floor. Yeah, yeah that, that's your kid's reaction. And that's what you taught him or whatever. That's how he's grown to be. When he gets upset, he bangs his head on the wall. Okay, got it. My kid should apologize for what he did, the action. The apology should never be, hey, I'm sorry I took your head, and I'm sorry I... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> off, <laughs> off with your head. Off with your head. No, I'm sorry I took your toy. I was thinking about some other And shit, the man. fact that you banged your head on the floor, no, Question. the apology should Question be on that. around the toy. We'll keep the same scenario. Yes. Kind of. Two kids on a playground. My kid push a kid off the fucking sled. He breaks his leg. Yeah. Now, is the kid going to apologize for pushing or apologize for the broken leg? Both, both are applicable, right? I'm sorry I pushed you, and as a result, you broke your leg. That's an apology because you did, you caused Because it wasn't that. a you reaction, it was a cause. Yeah, but okay. now. If, I, I was just clarifying. If my kid, after he broke his leg, decides to, to swing. Break his other leg. No, or, or swing a bat or throw rocks, and he ends up breaking somebody's window. Hey, I'm sorry I pushed you, you broke your leg, and you ended up breaking that window because of me. No, no, no. Um, you so broke the window because you were just whoever whoever you did it to their reaction. So to obviously, the, okay. going to that example, Sean said he pushed uh, his kid. Pushed I did not kid. push anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that kid falls off the swing and out of frustration, he kicks something and he breaks his leg. You're saying that obviously it's not Sean's kid's fault because even though he pushed him, that kid should have reacted without That's, frustration. Exactly. Now my bad. What I'm here to say is, I'm not saying yay or nay, but where does this fall with? Everybody that I guess has might have you know some mental issues. Well, that's the sort. thing. My honestly breaking it down to the simplest of of, mm -hmm. of the concept, 
it's not my kid's fault that you have a mental problem. My kid's fault was I doing understand what that part. People so, won't like hearing that. I get no, no, that. I get it. But what I'm saying is, too often, right? I was about to say some ignorant shit. <laughs> too often we re we we um, react. You know, some you do something and you end up doing something, and and you know the person ends up throwing some plates in the kitchen and doing all these things. And look at what you made me do, right? No, I didn't make you do. I I did something. Yes, I'm wrong for that. I didn't go and put your put the plate in your hand and told you throw it over there now no like you decided to do all that because there's two sides right i could come into this room and say um i don't know some real ignorant shit right and there could be four people in the room one person could get up and throw something at me someone else could just sit there and start fuming but sit there and do nothing everybody's gonna have their own reactions in the end i should apologize for my actions for saying what i said that was wrong I should not apologize for the fact that you decided to punch somebody and you decided to say some ignorant shit back, whatever. Those are the reactions. That's very and, interesting. and real quick, was that under temperance? I I got lost. No, what, no, what are we talking about? We were talking about pride. <laughs> pride, okay. Pride. I'm sorry. This, like, wait, this one's very interesting. I And I totally understand. We could have a whole episode on this. No, you on could. apologies. Because basically, you're almost talking about, you say something ignorant, there's a room full of people. Mm -hmm. You say something so blasphemous that someone decides to shoot somebody else in the room or do some harm mm -hmm. i didn't cause that you didn't cause it but someone comes up to you, somebody's mom and let's not use you somebody's mom comes up like oh my son is dead because of that argument say well i'm sorry i said what i said but i'm not sorry that he's dead or i'm not sorry no, no, that no. that person killed him i'm sorry because it's not my fault i'm sorry for what i said that was wrong that's that's the apology that caused this but to go to the extent to say i'm sorry i did that and because of my action, this person shot your kid? No. that's Boy. That that was that person's action. You should go. He should apologize for shooting I get it. somebody. You take, you take accountability not... for your actions. Now, the, I definitely do see, though, the double-edged sword here where people then can do stuff to other people that might not, one, might not possess self-control, might not have it due to whatever reason. Probably do it on purpose, too. Do it you on know purpose. That the other person is going to react Wipe to your hands. Way. And walk away. No, no, no. So here's the thing. And this is where, right, we're, we're definitely diving into it. But what I'm saying is, in terms of an apology. No, I the, get that. The apology should be for the damage I caused. Whatever that is. Whatever no, damage totally, I, I actually that. caused. Anybody's reactions. It's not your problem. And it's not to say that I share no, Remote, or no. consequences. Meaning, you know, if I, like, like any other case, right? Let's say I, I'm driving recklessly. And I push you off the road and you kill somebody. I might get some like negligence, reckless driving because I cost some of that. You know what I mean? I, I cost the issue. So there, there's, there's, a, there's a second degree of, mm -hmm. you know, yes, you might be responsible for some of it. But in terms of the apology, I guess, when, no, I, when I we really that. break it down, a sincere and, a, and a effective apology addresses the, the damage that you caused with what you said or what you did. Not how the other person reacted. That is on the other person. Now, no, I, now when did you do that? No, so here's here's how here's how we bring it full circle <laughs> to answer the thing. It's made me a little better at apologizing. I, again, I still have a long ways to go. I really don't apologize very often, but I'm finding Ooh. better ways to say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that," or "Hey, I'm sorry. I did this." But to be honest, it's helped me get better at apologizing because I don't have to almost have the burden to tackle what you did on top of what i did because that was my problem the total issue yeah that was my problem with apologies was saying hey i'm sorry i did this and because of that you said what you said no I, i'm like i'm sorry i said that but what you said was wrong 
You know what I mean? And again, that's that's negating the whole apology. But what I'm saying is, I'm sorry I said what I said, and now I'm leaving it at that. Now, if we go both ways, right? If if I say some things and you say some things, I'll apologize for my side. You should apologize for your side of things. It should never be, well, yeah, I said what I said because you made me mad. No, you said what you said because that's how you reacted. You could have reacted better, but you chose to this, say what you this, said. This, Randy, is so interesting, and obviously we could deep dive into it a whole lot, and I want to hear, obviously more about this at other time but i'm with it and at the same time i question it yeah. because and once again because it's a gray area you, you exactly <laughs> you didn't write the book so it's not no I'm, I'm, and honestly i might not you be doing no it. fucking doctor not, no no i'm <laughs> no what i'm saying i'm with you i'm not giving it probably to be honest right this is some of the main things that i picked up from the book but the book is amazing and it has a lot of a lot no, of different it, things and it might address some of the questions you and, have and it sounds great like honestly it's I love anything that I can learn from and makes me think. Mm -hmm. And it's made me think. So what I'm just trying to say is I totally get what you're saying. I get the point of the apology. What I was trying to bring up was more the the person that knows how to do this. Basically, everything you can grab and you could do something bad with it. So there's somebody out there in this world that knows this tactic as far as, and it's not a tactic. Just yeah. You're apologizing and you're accountable for what you did, not what the other person did. I get that concept. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to say is that there's going to be people out there that obviously malintention are going to go ahead and do that Take because, the concept because they, can, they know that they can basically control other people and just say, hey, I only did this. The rest was on you. I'm sorry I called you a bitch. Now, now cor <laughs> correct. Yeah. And that could have drove this person to do the most heinous act, right? Of course, we get it. I totally understand. Only take responsibility for you. I got to pick that book up. I got to read it. I got to understand it. Because you gave a perfect example here of like, okay, I'm going to apologize for what I said. You said some shit too. You should apologize to me. No, you shouldn't. Because you shouldn't control that person's actions. Correct. No, and you, and, 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 you, you try to. And, and you don't do that. And I that, get it. That's actually one of the things that go in the book. Like you shouldn't, you cannot demand an apology from someone, which a lot of you, people do. You better. You should apologize to me. You should say sorry. You know what's interesting you about that, Randy? That. The example that you're giving, and and I, maybe I got like I'm saying, I got to read this book to further understand. And I love this topic because it's making me think. Is when I have apologized in the past for certain things, and I'm somebody that sometimes maybe I'm in the apologetic move, maybe I'm not. I'm someone that I apologize fast though when I do. If like, I know that I, I commit an error, I usually apologize right away. Is what I've learned to do, mm -hmm. not let it simmer. Now I'm like. I know that I crossed the line. I did something that might not have been right. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Hey, I'm sorry. And some people aren't ready for an apology right away either. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny? That's true. You're starting to remind me of a lot in the book. Part of it is that they talk about... They need the that moment The apology time. needs to be right. It can't just be when you want to apologize. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Correct. It, for it to be received. And there's also a second... Not a second. Maybe like a third part of it. Your apology, you need to understand sometimes that it means nothing. The fact that you can come up and be like, hey, I'm sorry I did that. Doesn't mean the person's gonna forgive you, Correct. and you're not owed a for you're not owed forgiveness because you apologize. Because you, so it goes into all these things. It you just, say it, and uh, like you said, you're not promised anything. You go ahead and say what you need to say. Um, but I find myself that I like to apologize as quickly as possible because I'm like, yo, I I understand what I did here was wrong. What I was trying to say is that I also apologize. I've also apologized in the past where I'm doing the opposite of the book, basically. Of like, not everybody, but some people. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I said this. And it made you do that, mm. or got like let's say I said something to Raina. Hey Raina, I'm sorry that I said that to you, and because of that, your day was ruined. Or because of that, you came back at me this way. Like I'm basically yeah. taking ownership over everything, which I'm obviously in this book is not the thing to do. But that's why I'm saying like, man, this shit is interesting because it's making me 
really think about that. But this is not even about that, but that was dope. Yeah. What no, you shared. We, we should definitely maybe you should we should apologize. do a whole episode. Yeah, we should maybe do a whole episode on that. Yeah, we'll get back it. and we'll talk about that. But I'm not we sorry. Go to the great people book club <laughs> and read one book a month. No, there but but really, like it really taught me. And again, for me, I feel like it's made me better at apologizing because it's made me. I do have one I, question. What I'm able to do is I'm able to look at what I've done wrong and uh-huh. and address that, and that's a lot easier than for me having to take responsibility for all of it, including what how you reacted. Right. So it's dope. I do have one question, mm-hmm. but are you sorry? Yes. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, and and it talks about. Real quick. It talks about me. What? We want to know what Raina's uh, saying. Oh no no hold on sorry so I'll get to the question because I haven't even gotten to the question because the question was like what's one thing you've done that's the opposite. Um. So. Oh yeah. When have you apologized? I guess. <laughs> so what's funny is I was wrong. Motherfucker says sorry a lot. Apparently, <laughs> didn't never fucking mean it. This no. is the easiest way to get out the question. You're like, well, I would definitely. That's say how you it. do it. <laughs> Let me tell you about this book I read. When you're done with this shit, apologize to us. <laughs> okay, sure. And no, the viewers. But uh, so, <laughs> I'm only sorry that I spoke for this long. But I'm not sorry how you guys felt about it and that's, what you guys are listening to. That's your feelings. That's your. You need to address that. Viewers, the, you probably cut off a long time ago for some reason. That's your fault, not mine. No, okay, Alright, okay. continue. That shit so, was good. So one thing though, the opposite of pride is humility, right? And mm-hmm. I think that that's one where I have an example, I guess. And it, it's more related to work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think after you do some stuff for Real a while. Quick, why do I feel Rena was trying to Really reach for like <laughs> one time you apologize in my ass and your ass says work. What do, what do I feel we that want, energy we right now? We wanted to hear the one time you apologize to Raina. Raina's always like motherfucker, never me, never. No, she knows that I'm getting a little better, but again, I'm not gonna pretend. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna sit here and tell this you. This is an honest podcast. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm I'm apologizing a ton these days. No, like I'm, I still gotta work on it. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> at, at work, right? I think you I reach... I say sorry and move on. Yeah. You reach out... You, <laughs> he learned where, all of that. It's, what you're, it's what you're saying, yeah. It, yeah, from what everything you just said for the past 15 minutes, said, sorry, that's it. Okay, you, you give others advice. You, like, still you can't to, implement you it. You still can't tell your wife that. You still need to get a step one. <laughs> <laughs> step one is, sorry, step two, move on. <laughs> you still... On the pre-step one. Yeah, you still moving on before you say sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So again, oh, I, I'm sure there's examples. He's but... recommending a book without knowing if it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a family. Yo, yeah. keep that, keep that, yo, that's the biggest shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yo, Raven, I was saying, yo, this is this is the comedic relief of good podcast. No, please, I get man. It. that shit is no, hilarious. No. So at the end of the day, no, what I'm saying is, I <laughs> let me rephrase this because of course you guys got. No, I don't guess. rephrase it, please. No. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Excessive view of oneself without regard for others. <laughs> oh man, Randy. No, no, no. Okay. So. Now, my folks at the Gray People Podcast, they got it on lock for all the things in the gray area. But if you're looking for more content, maybe something a little bit different, head on over to allrock.com. That's A L L R A W K.com. We have podcasts, YouTube videos, and so much more. Come over. We'd love to have you. Again, that's allrock.com. Now back to the Gray People Podcast. 
I obviously don't have any really good examples to share in apologies. I, of obviously, course, I have yeah. some I have some out there, but they're not worth like podcast material. Oh, um, yeah, But <laughs> for work, though, again, going back to my work scenario, you know, after you do something for so long, I, I've done what I've done for, for a number of years now. And I think you get to this level where you're like, I deserve all the things I've done good. I, I should I deserve promotions, whatever the case is. And, you know, it takes a level of humility and, of course, a few conversations with your boss before you realize, you know what, dude, like, yes, I should be more humble. I do have opportunities. I do have things I got to work on and I will, I will work on those things to hopefully have better opportunities in the future. Um, so that's one thing, I guess, in terms of like the opposite of pride being humble. Um, recently, I had to kind of take a step back and really look at things from a side of like, you know what? Yes, I'm not maybe as good or or as ready or as deserving of opportunities as I put myself as, as being, as exactly as I thought I was. So, you know, it takes a little humility. So that's one time that I think is a good, uh, a good example for the podcast. Again, I do apologize here and there, but nothing to the level of like, let's add it to I'm the really podcast. I'm really meaning it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Irena. <laughs> yes. Which, what, what's one of your, which seven scenario? Oh, I think I said wrath. And, yes, you said, okay. what's a situation where you and, did the opposite? Or, yeah, where I was situation? patient? Yeah. <laughs> not sure, not, well, not then, that many. Tell us about a book I mean, you read. Bing. <laughs> and not practiced. <laughs> uh, actually, I feel like given the circumstances that I... So I worked from home way before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And obviously the pandemic has caused everyone else in this house to also work from home. So I feel okay. like I've had to implement some patience and some flexibility as far as like, you know, understanding that we all have different schedules. We all have different tasks that maybe, you know, may interfere with my job now. And even given the fact that I have a dog that barks whenever the fuck it wants and I have to take phone calls at my house, you know, I think I've implemented some patience in that and learned to be more patient mm. but um so i know that your uh you yours is wrath <laughs> so i'm a little hesitant saying this but this isn't a venting podcast this is a... <laughs> if randy can talk for 30 minutes <laughs> just kidding. shit hey 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 it was a it was a four-way conversation because you guys had questions i had no questions i'm just kidding I'm no just no kidding. but really a good book you guys should check it out oh <laughs> Well, I feel like with Wrath is just weird because, I mean, it says that it's directed towards another person. I don't or feel like I have it could be large amounts of hate towards a specific person. What about person. traffic or dogs? Or, no, or, or I feel like jobs. I have anger, borderline, not hate, but just like very angry feelings towards situations. Okay. For example, mm-hmm. recently I had applied for a different position within the company. Didn't get it, unfortunately. (laughs) But then I see like people around me just being handed, I guess, if you want to say, opportunities, and I'm just ooh, that's a mean feeling. Yeah. So then the feeling that I get is not towards them because it's just more towards the situation. Exactly. So it's not towards the person because obviously I'm yeah, be better, whatever. Yeah, they can be great. I don't care. Like it's just more like dang, like I'm out here like thinking, you know, in my mind, I'm like "Mm, I felt very deserving of this opportunity. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get it. But then I see like just other scenarios where it's just like, damn, that's just so easy. It comes so easier, I guess, for like other people. Sounds like. And then I'm kind of like in the mentality of like, why not me type of thing. So I don't know if that applies to wrath. I I think think it does if you get angry. But also that 
that coincides with your patience then, because you're still with the company, right? Yeah. So you still be patient <laughs> like, with them, motherfucker. You patiently wait for that check. <laughs> well, that's true. There's Raina, another check coming. Raina, I have a question for you. Yeah. And it kind of doesn't go with this, obviously, but it just made me think now, because I've known you, obviously, for a long time. Yeah. And I have known that you work from home for a long time. What would you say? How how long have you been working from home before the pandemic? What would um, you say? Now it's probably been like two and a half years. Dang. Okay. So you worked for a bit, way over a year before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. This is my question. Two part question. So when you were working from home, when your team was still in the building, mm -hmm. one, did you feel some difference between your working remotely versus the rest of the team that works you know, in the office. Mm -hmm. That's question one. And question two, now that everybody's pretty much working remotely, have you seen a difference also of some sort? Where it's like, is it a level playing field? Is it not? Is it, that's basically like, did you feel like the outcasted person before because you work from home versus the office? Because we know the office politics. We know the, yeah. the, Randy said it earlier, how, you know, when you're at the office, you, you, you know, you interact with people and you do that. So did you feel like you didn't have that? And maybe that they overlooked you because of that or I feel like it was maybe like a combination of two feelings. Like mm -hmm. I I probably did feel left out, I guess, in this sense of like, you know, conversations or just mingling with people okay. and not knowing what's happening in people's lives, like on my on my team or whatever the case may be. But then I also felt just happy because I mean, given the fact that when I got sent home it was based on merit versus like you know the current yeah the current situation i felt just proud because i'm like well i'm one of the first people that's gonna get sent home like i need to set an example that you and, can do the job exactly and kind of like just, exactly like meet my stats and everything so i was just excited on that part and also i just feel like i work best alone so i don't have to deal with the negativity of everyone around me okay expressing the difficulties on their call or how much drama. the job sucks or whatever like i didn't correct, have to deal correct. with that energy so i was just happy to be Solita en mi casa trabajando. And on the flip side of that, so okay, now you're home working for a long time. You're proving yourself. And there's sex in the break room. You're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Wouldn't doubt it. So you're, okay, so obviously you've been working from home, like I say, at this time, it's a year. You've proven yourself that you can do the job remotely. Um, I'm sure your stats are good and everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming correctly. Okay. Yes. Now, when everybody gets sent home, has that created more of an equal playing field in the sense of like, and I guess it's kind of hard to say, like, other people maybe not be doing the job as well. And Raina's been doing it for so long that she does it well remotely. And they still getting that other promotion or position. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say, Randy? Because I feel like maybe it's been more equal, but then I feel like... Because you're a manager. Uh, I'm sure your manager works from home. and you're Yeah. Okay, I, right? I think what we see is uh, an initial kind of... Drive? You know, difference. No, like, you know, you, you see people kind of struggle a little bit, but... You know, the job is the job, and eventually you kind of get the hang of it again. Okay. And you just, you find ways to, to, like, still interact with people. You find ways to still get it done. And ultimately, the job gets done. People do a good job. You know, those that don't do a good job probably weren't doing a good job anyways. Okay. At the, at the building. But, so you know, there's still it's, favoritism then? No, but it still <laughs> creates, you know, it creates an opportunity for you to really shine. Or, or you know, some people do struggle. Again, it's different, but I, I say in the... As a general, like most people, figure it out. Okay. So and I just get intrigued by everything pretty much anybody says ever. But that sounds very So if you cool ever speak to, to Sebastian, uh, don't take it personal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be intrigued personally. I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay, so but that that that's cool to, that's obviously cool to learn. 
it sounds like obviously when people started working from home, there was probably a little curb that they had to understand. Yeah. Raina, you already had it by that time. You understood I it. I killed it. Cool. Well, I think this question that we had today, I'd love to do more questions like this on different episodes because obviously this got us going and kept I talking. I think I have one. Sean hasn't done <laughs> no, no, no. We're, not, we're not done. I'm just saying that this is definitely something we got to do. Sebastian, I... apologize to Sean. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I broke your rule. Here, I you broke your rule, you giant bat. When Sean is done, everybody, please remind me. I have one question I want to ask everybody before it. the end of the show. All right, Sean. So, Sean, which one are you? What's um, one thing you've done and then the other? Oh, lust. Yeah. This so, is going to be interesting. Yeah, so, so mine's lust. Oh, yeah. I would say mine's lust pretty confidently. I might <clears throat> choose your words carefully. When, when have you put on that control belt? You had self-control? So He's chastity so or so the opposite of lust apparently is uh chastity. Chastity or, or self control cures lust by controlling Have passion you ever been celibate? and leveraging that energy for the good. It's more than that of others. Now, when you say the energy of good for others, that's what I thought. Giving love is you giving some good shit. Well, I think it's. <sighs> I, but I, I think that, that I mean, if we're looking at the definition here, I think it's saying that self control cures okay. lust by controlling passion. And leveraging that passion mm. and okay. focusing it on the good of others, not so much. So like, that can go. That can go a couple ways. Because if you, let's say, if I'm less like, yo, girl, you know, I really want you right now. Whatever it may be. Uh-huh. You bite your, for, you, but, bite, you bite your lip. Mm. So yeah, like uh, you know, <laughs> do, do, do the whole LL Cool J uh, feel, geez. whatever. Girl, I really want but, you. Mm. But if if this is saying the opposite of that is controlling that passion, I feel like I'm doing a disservice. So I don't feel like. So I don't feel like if I don't feel like I've ever. I think think your pride. I think pride is the one. (laughs) Pride for lust. Um. No, but it almost means it it could almost it could almost go two ways. Like, oh, she said no, and and then you stopped. I guess. Like, oh, I didn't keep pushing the issue. But I mean, by controlling passion. So let's. I I mean, I I guess the, the. I think lust would just be like you cross over and you act upon it. But if you're controlling, you can still have those feelings and just not act upon it. So, so okay, we don't want to incriminate you. We don't want to incriminate nobody. No, no, just defining it. No, no. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, so she said no. Okay, I'll just rub one out and not go to sleep. Was there a time where you were longing or sexually attracted to somebody so much, but you didn't act? But you decided not to act on it for the better good. It could have been that this person was in a relationship. You could have been. That never meant shit. (laughs) Oh my god. Clearly, he has. So lust applies. I mean, the only time I stopped is when the person literally just said, no, not now. And I was like, okay, that's it. It wasn't like myself being so you've like, never this had is a tough one. You've it. never had a situation where or you're maybe like, I'm at work. Where you decided like, not to. Or whatever. There's got to be a situation in life where you say, you know what? No, maybe he doesn't have one. <laughs> maybe he had. But you're, but Randy's example is like, maybe you had eyes for somebody that and you, you couldn't didn't be talk with. To them and you decided you not to act upon it. But why even talk about that? Like, it's just, this is a tough one to talk about. It, it, it's tough because I can't think of a time I didn't if I had the opportunity to do it. There you go. With, with both parties being willing. He's called a lust champion. Lust champion. So <laughs> never, you never had self-control. Like, if you felt like, yo, that girl's so hot, I gotta go, fuck, I gotta go tell her right now. Like, you never had, like, you know what? Like, maybe now is not a oh, good time. Oh, that's a good way. That's a different, okay, that's a different. Because that is self-control. Okay. Give us an example of that. Some girl uh, that was super, I, super fine. I, I can't speak on that. Correct. I plead the fifth. I, I, yeah, I can't. Listen, this is a, this, this was a tough one because, 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 just because. I'm in a relationship. Crazy in a relationship. Committed. Committed. Faithful. Engaged. So. Um, but I definitely lust for her if she's. Yeah. There you go. He's a luster. But I, I get. But <laughs> you have to do and, one of and, those. But I don't have no chastity towards it. Where I can't. I can't control it. So she. Thank God she says no, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Oh my God. 
So my question is here, ultimately, I mean, good with to this, know that there's consent. So it sounds like you could obviously love this particular woman and also lust for her sexually. Correct. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see how relationships aren't all three things: mentally, spiritually, and physically. I feel like a relationship has to have all three. Okay. Yeah. I agree with reason. you. Now, spiritually, don't mean like you fear God or whatever, but like that whole universe, oh, no, the gotta, emotion, you said the, it, Sean. the flow. Go to church. You already said it. You gotta go to church with your partners, or it don't Take mean me shit. To church. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want to connect with people on different levels. No, I, I, yeah. get you. I, I and I believe that. That's why I'm like, you know, because sometimes people like, like how can you be attract. so, how can you be so a passion towards? It? I'm like, well, because that's how I def- that's how I express my love. Yeah. Physically. So people, so naked. people think that's lust. Because the way sometimes I'm like so over the top with it, like oh man, this motherfucker would just be lusting. Or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm just it's very annoying. passionate. I like it. I like that. I um, right, Sean, um no. we get Liddy. Liddy. <laughs> um. So Seba, you had one more question, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had a question. It's not about this. This was a great topic. Like I said, we could definitely dive into so many more. Um, don't know if we've ever really addressed this, but I think it's cool for the listeners to know. And we'll go ladies first, then we'll go from there. Are we going to say we're in relationships? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> why is it that you guys want to do a podcast? What do you guys like about a podcast? Why bring great people back? Ooh, I like that. The that should be on the first us. fucking episode back. Well, hey, it's listen, on the second. It's on the second, and that's fine. <laughs> the first one, we addressed the virus. That's pretty big. Yeah. Second one, right now, I just want like to know, why do a podcast? What does it personally mean to you? What do you get out of this? Money, cars, Ladies clothes, first, please. Oh, gracias. So I personally enjoy having a platform where I can share my thoughts and I don't have to like filter them. And I don't know, I guess double. Think, Maybe you don't have overthink. to have it filtered. I got filtered three, four times in the past minute. <laughs> I can just, For my own good. I, think I can you. speak freely. And not feel like I'm being judged because it's just my platform. Like I'm on, I'm not on anybody else's platform. It's mine. So I feel that's one of the main, the main reasons. And then I just like to, and I don't know. I enjoy knowing that someone is listening and that they're also like happy and wanting to like contribute their ideas or topics that we should talk about. I that's like exciting. That. I like that, Randy. So um, for me, I kind of uh, a few things, right? Um, I think we, as a, as a group of friends, we always have interesting conversations, and I honestly, I think it's probably one of the main reasons why the whole podcast got, you know, created to begin with is let people see a little bit of that and hopefully learn something and hopefully chime in. You know, I, I would love for people to actually interact more and share more what they think on, on topics. So, um, but if I had to say one one reason overall why I like doing this is ultimately. Um, to hopefully provide these conversations um, for someone that doesn't have them, uh, you know, themselves. You know, if, if, I don't know, if there's somebody out there that might be feeling lonely or someone that maybe doesn't have a group of friends that, that have conversations of this sort or maybe they're craving that kind of thing. Um, I, I love the, the thought that maybe someone is listening to this and they're in the room with us and they're, a little bit less lonely they're a little bit um more excited for the day or maybe they get laughing with some of our dumb jokes or uh whatever the case may be i think for me is a little bit of that i like that what about you sean why do a podcast what do you get out of it why you know why are you doing this so the reason i would say is just because uh all of us being together right we're all having a conversation one 
well, kind of like a one subject, and then we kind of go off the wall with it. We can obviously, I mean, as you heard of this episode, we can't go <laughs> off the beaten path here. But uh, we, we're all friends. We all have different ideas of things. And so it's expressing something of it's okay to have your own idea. We don't have to agree on it. Because actually, you know, if you hear me enough, I say some off the wall shit. Some of y'all probably would never say or think. But I could say those things and not be judged on it either. So it's kind of like what, and a little bit of what Randy said. I have this platform. I could say what I want about it, whatever subject we're doing. And same with Randy too. There's there's somebody out there that's probably listening that's like, damn, am I really like this? Am I twisted in the head? Like, why do I think like this? Hear this. Four different people with four different ideas and opinions. And they're like, oh, damn, th- that group of people, they all together and they can communicate effectively with it or sometimes effectively. And then, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. Plus the time, you know I mean? We're, we're bullshitting at the end of the day. We're just on a mic. That's that's really what it is. We're just, this is literally how we are when we bullshit, like when we spend time together. We just talk about some bullshit, elaborate, give our opinions and go from there. I think that's how some friendships and relationships are with other people. But the more I do this or read about it or learn, the more I find out it's really not. Some friend, some people, sometimes people are just friends just because they can't be alone and they just want someone to just sit next to. And that's it. With us, I think what we've done for what the past what ten years? years. Yeah, well, I'm just saying generally, like yeah. it, just say with all. <laughs> I'm of us, like, right? I, I thought you were talking yeah. about the no, 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 yeah, but like I'm just saying, like as far as, friends, as us go, yeah. as friends, like we've always done that. We've always communicated and had topics and debated with each other and had heated debates or whatever the fuck. And so I think people, I mean, I hope people that listen to this are like, oh man, they're just trying to put on a show or trying. No, this is like literally how we kind of talk yeah. with each other. Sebastian's always been more like the mediator. Hey, chill. Oh, you know, let's go too far. You know, yeah, he's always asked questions. Like, you, if you meet him in real life, you're like, oh shit, like this guy is really intrigued about me. Which I mean, I'm sure he is, but he's gonna ask you those fucking questions. Sebastian's like, when you were seven, and Raina's gonna be like more like, you know, as you can hear, like, oh, I'm a little softball, uh, you know, this and that. But she fucking got that rap. Oh, oh. apparently, you know, that wasn't and, me. Yeah, and then you know, sometimes Randy's a little. Long-winded, yes. which is cool <laughs> because he's he's intelligent, so it's all good. Thanks. But yeah, that, that's I like why I like that. doing it. You know, we kind of show different parts yeah. of a culture and our, you know, and friendship and all that. I like that. And you? How about you, Seba? It's the best. I was like, I quit. Imagine. I was like, that's all I need. Because you to asked know. me to. Um, imagine. <laughs> I was like, I did this shit because you asked. Honestly, uh, it's obviously hopefully a it's bit, honest. Yeah, honestly, for reals this time, no. <laughs> The reason why I love podcasts overall, and the reason I like doing a podcast, first and foremost, I love to learn. I love to listen to stories and get to know people. So when I'm personally listening to somebody else's podcast, that's what I'm doing. I'm listening, getting to know a little bit more of that behavior or the way somebody thinks, which also leads to, I want somebody out there, whoever is listening, to also be like, when I'm listening to somebody else, it's like, okay, wow, like. That's like kind of like Sean said. That's what they think. That's how they are. This is what they do. I feel personally inspired by listening to other people, their stories, not necessarily on a podcast, but I feel inspiration from everyday people that I know, from my friends, from you guys. Sean's like, oh, yo, I went and made it come a barber. Raina's like, yo, I uh, started picking up books. Um, you know, Randy, how he puts all this podcast and everything together. So I, I get inspired by those little things and i hope that's obviously what people can take away now sean hit it right on the money in a conversation i've always been the person i don't mind sharing because i can speak as well but i'm literally so intrigued by everything that i want to keep asking questions 
And this is a platform where I feel like, okay, I can go ahead and ask questions and really get to know somebody. Um, and I'm hoping that these questions I'm asking is actually getting people on the other side that are listening that are like, oh, wow, that was a really good question that he asked. Like, I really got to learn more about Randy and Raina and Sean. Yeah, but like I said, overall, it's just that having a, it's a little bit of what everybody said. It's just, you know, having a platform that you can speak, share your thoughts. Um, you feel like you're more free to say the things that you want to do. Uh, that you want to say you have you know hopefully we're out there inspiring somebody in the ways you know randy said or you know giving some sort of comfort entertainment i personally believe that anything in life majority of times you have to provide some sort of value i feel that if you are listening to somebody's podcast you're getting some sort of value whether that is a value of entertainment or educational where people get away and they're like you know what that group of friends that was really fun like i want to listen to them again because they brought some sort of value into my life which was just laughs or actually i learned something today or you did both mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, I loved being able to just ask those questions because I'm honestly intrigued by people. So knowing that, you know, what we learned today about, you know, sorry, how to properly apologize, like that to me is so interesting, you know, things like well, that. Well, his opinion. Of yeah, well, his opinion. On. And uh, hers. A quick little thing from what I learned from this book. Again, great book. You guys should check it Preaching out. Preaching what but he hasn't practiced. No, again, I, I do. I am getting better. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, but that's it. Good night. <laughs> You know what's crazy though for real is that we all get together out here and we ain't even getting paid. We doing this shit for, for free. Free ninety nine. Not saying nothing. We ask for a handout or whatever. No, like no. if you want to talk some money, either way, yeah, please. Yo, we really, we literally sitting down here investing time with each other, learning more about each other too. Because you know you think you kind of know everything about somebody and then but you keep learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I just think that's cool too. That just dawned upon me. Like yo, we really here sitting here at night doing this shit for free on some on some fucking topics. And we're no, like, eh. it's, it's it's definitely some good conversations, and and then time flies because all of a sudden, what the fuck? We've been here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, anyone listening, um, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to the Great People Podcast. Uh, again, follow us on the social media, Great People Podcast. Twitter is Great PPL Podcast, but everywhere else is Great People Podcast. Whatever you're listening, if you have the option to drop a rating or leave us a comment, please do. And let us know if there's any topics that you want us to talk about or if there's any that, I don't know, maybe you'd like to be a guest for it. Let us know, too. We'll be happy to um, have some guests uh, join us. and <laughs> Guests. Guests. Um, yeah, anyways, we appreciate you guys. Cut.